This is Bantam's Banter with Tom and Dom. The official podcast of Bradford City FC. For more information, visit www.bradfordcityfc.co.uk or www.tomanddomshow.co.uk Radioactivity you'll love being exposed to. Back of the net. Well, out from the players for the game between Bradford City and Um, Cheltenham. Cheltenham Town. Oh, I, I, I fancy another win today, Dom, do you? I do. We're coming into this game then off the back of a win against Barnet. And uh, confidence seems to have been raised ever so slightly around here about the brave Lee Hendry leading out the Bradford City. Lee Hendry's captain? Oh, my God. How many captains have we had this oh, season? We've had a team sheet for about 20 minutes. <laughs> it says that he's captain on it. But yeah, a, de- a decent team today. We've gone back to the 4-3-3 formation. Um, but... Three strikers up front is uh, Peter Taylor setting a president there. He is. I look at that team, Dom, and I think, I like that team. I'm quite sure it's that mascot. He just walks out with his hand in his pockets. I go, yeah. You're right. Been here before. He's as tall as Leon Osborne. He's in it. He's not far off. I bet he's embarrassed. Hi, this is Joe McCormick. You're listening to Bantam's Banter with Tom and Dom. Welcome to Bantam's Banter number seven. Yes, oh. welcome. I can't believe we're seven in already, and eventually we're on to winning. Come on! We're actually like a quarter of the way through the season already. Oh, jeez. Makes you feel old. <laughs> well, supporting Bradford City makes you feel old. And Honestly, I'm 24. Mentally, I'm about 800. It is a roller coaster ride, but we are on the top of the roller coaster, aren't they? We're on the hump. Well, we're on a we're on a peak at the moment. Yeah, no, no, we're not on the home. Yeah, we're not going to go down. Well, coming up on Bantam's banter number seven, what have we got, Tom? Uh, we've got a fans run uh, from Smaggle Stowell. We've got an interview with Omar Daly and the legend that is Chris Kamara. That's right. Uh, we've also got a not so legend feature on the back end of that, uh, and James Hansen gives us. Who, we got, gives who, his... who did you interview yesterday? Omar Daly. Sorry. Here comes the little man. Got to be racist. <laughs> no, in in. What I didn't hear out there, did what? you? If someone played me a song about Yorkshire tea, I won't be offended. Did I, I didn't hear out? Did you hear out then? Uh, so yeah, I've got all my daily. Oh, don't do that. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, I really... Here comes the little man. And uh, James Hansen's quick fire five as well later on in the show. Yeah, we have. Also, we've got all the usual live clips from the game versus Cheltenham Town. We have. It'll all be very exciting for you. What a game, Dodom, come on. Jeez, jeez Louise, what a game. Um, oh, do you, oh, should we do the post-match review? For Cheltenham? Yeah, why not? It come was a, an absolutely fantastic game. And like we said, you're going to be you're gonna be getting the live clips from that game, yeah. so we won't go into it in too much detail because we don't want to ruin it. But we won again! Oh, 3-1 as well, a, a nice convincing win. Exactly, yeah. It wasn't, just about the, it wasn't just about the win for me, it was the performance. I mean, I actually went through a bit of disappointment in that game because we started really well, Sayers had a good effort on goal and stuff, mm. I thought, yes, this is it. We're going we're gonna to absolutely exactly, we're gonna, yeah. we're gonna win one. And then Cheltenham scored and we thought, here we go again, <laughs> throw your pens down, chucked our head for <laughs> yeah. and we And then it, it, after that, we responded... All right, but mm. then it got killed off. Boring. It, 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 yeah, it did go into peaks and troughs, but I think the overall performance, you've got to agree with me, was a lot, lot better. Hendry, uh, Doherty uh, and Sayers in midfield looked amazing. Osborne really again, good. creating chances. At last, no Luke Oliver up front. Hallelujah! Hallelujah! We'll, we'll, we'll get that music. Yeah, we should. Uh, James Hansen up front for a change, and Jason Price, what an acquisition. 
I know, he, he, he played brilliantly. And, and you'd think that him and Hansen wouldn't play necessarily well. No, you're right. Some of the players did, probably yeah. did. And don't you feel better, like, talking... Do you feel better? And I feel like I can talk about more about positive about City. I'm fed up with talking like drab about them. And like, have oh. we actually done a podcast since we started winning? <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't know if we have. Because we obviously won away, didn't we? 2-0. Um, but yeah, so... Ah, come on! But it was, it was a fantastic game and we, we managed to speak to some fans while we were yeah. there and stuff and everybody seemed to be back on a high. Yeah, they were buzzing, And maybe this they? is what the club needs. Maybe not only do the players need to be doing well, but the fans, you know, need to be feeling this high. And I believe in positive thinking. Is that what Keith Ouchin said to us? Yes, it is. He's a big believer in positive thinking. There you go. I'm sorry to uh, go from positive thinking to this, but uh, I've got to, I'm afraid. Well, we're losing, I'm afraid. What the chuff? That's come from nothing. That goal has come from nothing. We don't even want it. That actually came from nowhere, completely against a runner player. I don't, um, I don't even know who scored it. But Bradford City just collapsed. I tell you what, those guys from Man U can bugger off back to where they came from. It's Steve Elliott. Uh, Peter Taylor, guess what, mate? It's obvious to us that you have to play them. Don't you think? Well, that was useless defending for a start. But in, in the contract, he has to play them, I bet. And it's just ruining our squad. Him signing them is making our whole defence fall to smithereens. Exactly. Josh Lowe scored for him. That's a free kick. Nice little finish by Lowe as well. Uh, which would totally get to win a play, and everyone were like a bit shocked after that goal. We're like, oh, uh, Cheltenham just scored. Hmm. Now what? Uh, I know I was, and I was I was actually heartbroken because City played so well. Mm. And, then, and then we got the, given the, we get given the team sheet before the games, and we look at it, and we were like, oh, brilliant! Look at this team; it sounds awesome. Hendry, like I said, Doherty, and at, at last Williams is maintaining his place in defence um, with the new guys, Gill and Brown. Good performances. Yeah, it was. And now, I believe we're going to go to an interview. Yes, we are. Um, I spoke to Omar Daly. Um, oh, Bra- wait, wait, don't say out. <laughs> Here comes the little man. We're not on the vault today. <laughs> I spoke to Omar Daly at Bradford. Here comes the little man. Yeah, I spoke to, I spoke to Omar Daly. No, no, sorry. Uh, Bradford's 1911 club to chat about City's recent run, uh, turning fortune, uh, but started by asking him what it's like to represent his country instead of his club. You can't read a cue sheet, can you? No, Here okay. comes the little man. Well, it's a good feeling. Every every player which um, got ambition would love to play for the country. You know, it's, that's a big thing for any player. Doesn't matter where you're from, if you're English, Spanish. You know, it's it's always a pleasure to be honest. You've had quite a lot of caps actually. 54, 55. Um, I've lost count to be honest. <laughs> oh, here we go. <laughs> Getting bigger right now. <laughs> I've lost count to be honest. I've been um, been representing my my national senior team since I was 18 years old. So, oh, brilliant! It's been a while. Good accolade. Um, uh, how does that American standard compare to League Two? Not just English football, but League Two standard. Well, in America, you know, it's um, the atmosphere is not very good to be honest. You know, it's it's more quiet and just easy in England. People put more passion. And it's a better atmosphere to play in England. Okay, brilliant. Now you've scored ten goals uh, for Bradford. I think overall, I think uh, you scored five for your country. You scored various goals throughout your career. Uh, what ranks is your f- most favourite goal of all time? I think um, my best goal, to be honest, was for Charleston Battery in America. Is that the goal I've seen on YouTube where you run for about eighty? 80 yards. Yes, I think that's one of my best goals to be honest. <laughs> good luck, a real good goal. Uh, now, talking about Bradford City now briefly and our recent form. Um, 
Are we starting to pick up some more momentum now, do you think? Well, I mean, it's, it was a new team, to be honest, and new gaffer and new ways he works and, you know, everything takes take time, you know, and it's good that they, we we stick by the gaffer and we play for him as well, you know. At the end of the day, he can put our team, but it's which player that go on the pitch and do the business. Mm. So do you think we've turned the corner now? Do you think it's going to start picking up and maybe push for promotion, maybe? Well, we only can hope, you know, because League 2 is different, you know. It's it's on the day. People don't understand. It's on the day who turn up to play. Mm. To be honest, it's not. You can say Manchester United versus Wigan, you know, yeah. Man U will win. It doesn't run like any League 2, you know. No. It's on the day and who's, who's up for it. What's your preferred position on the pitch? Well, I, I prefer to play on the left, but, you know, at the end of the day, at this point, if you're on the pitch playing, that's what all matters, isn't it? Do you know what? We've been punished for not taking our chances. Uh, we've had two or three chances since their goal and not put them away. Osborne then had a decent chance to pass it to Hanson, but instead decided to take the shot and missed. Yeah. And we're ten minutes in. We've had a quality I mean, start. I, I can forgive him for that. He's a young, greedy youngster. He's, he's felt what it feels like to score a goal, and obviously he wants to score loads more. Yeah, he wants to go for it. Uh, Luke O'Brien had a decent free kick as well. But come on, City for Christ's sake! We've uh, we've started well. Put one away. We're losing one 0 Most confusing thing ever. Come on, lads! Good tackle by Sayers. But a good sign is that we haven't given up yet. Daly being greedy again. Why? Well. Yeah, lo- lovely guy with Daly, but the one thing that stood out about me, he, he was really, really nervous. Like, his bottom lip was shaking. Oh, I, I, man. I, I know, I felt really sorry. I don't oh, think he likes to do interviews and stuff, which is um, which is really good of him that he interviewed him, but he's a lovely guy. Said, you should have said, are you actually lazy, or is it just the way you appear? Yeah, exactly. That's a question I might have asked. But it, well, I, asked, I did the quick 5-5 five five for him, which you'll... And he actually said he was the laziest player, which and is interesting. We must apologise, actually, fans. Sorry, usually we put to you what questions you want to ask. Yeah. But the Omar Daly thing and the Chris Kamara thing later on were a bit last minute. In fact, Very the Chris Kamara thing were the most last minute thing either. <laughs> and I had about a 30-second segment with him as well. So. But you'll, you'll see, minute. it's not bad, it's not bad. Uh, um, but, but yeah, I mean, you were a nice guy. And you know, he's, he's and he's a good, I think he's essentially he's one of our better players for the club. That's my personal opinion. Yeah, I like him ideally too. And especially now I know that his bottom lip quivers. Because we're so nervous, I, I was reluctant to mention the tale about the pound shop about my friend seeing him and Donovan Ricketts in a queue in the pound shop behind him buying socks. And I was like, <laughs> oh, my first question going to be like, oh, is it true you shop at pound shops? Being a professional football player, but because he was so nervous, I didn't want to. That's the last thing I wanted to ask him. Anyway, a big fart. A big fart. <laughs> A big part of banter, a big fa- a big part of Bantam's banter is that we're like you fans. That's what I was thinking. fans to get in touch with us, and there are many ways to do so. You can email us bantamsbanter at live.co.uk, and you can get in touch with us via Twitter if you visit www.twitter.com forward slash bantamsbanter. And now we're going to have a look at those tweets and emails, mm. starting with one from Big Rog. Well, you put out a question, didn't oh, you? Oh, yeah, I did. Uh, saying what's the best ever Bradford City victory you've seen. Um, loads of replies which were brilliant um, yeah Big Rog said that Everton at home in 1988 it was a 3-1 win um Teammate away in 2005. It means tram. Obviously, spell checkers turned Trammy into teammate. <laughs> Trammy away in 2005. That was, that that was, was a right game. And Nicky oh, Summerby yeah. scored an absolute belter. And he's not the only person he to did. say that game as well. Susie Bantam sent mm. us a tweet. She said either the Wolves Premiership game, Agree with uh, that. the Wolves promotion game, yep. the Liverpool game where we played, we stayed up, or the 5 4 win over Trammy. Uh, it's quite, yeah, I, I agree. I, 
My personal one's the Wolves one as well. I agree with that. Beating uh, Mark Young, 1990. So it's uh, beating QPR and Charlton today in the Championship, circa 96-97. Talk a bit slower when you read. Sorry. <laughs> beating QPR. <laughs> Matt Sim uh, enjoyed podcast number six um, and is definitely looking forward to the next edition. Sorry, I've slipped that one in between. <laughs> yeah. In these no, that's my fault. This is where I've listed them. Yeah, and uh, the best match has to be Blackpool away in the playoffs. That's Silver Bantam. Winning 3-0 after losing the home leg 2-0. Uh, he's got the video. Oh, I'd love to see that video. I mean, were you there? At, um, oh no, this, this I'm, I don't know what I'm about. Oh, it was Blackpool away. Yeah. Oh no, I want about not at Nats County at Wembley. That was another cracking game. It was. Uh, we'll get to your emails after this next feature. But you may remember last week we had a fans rant from mm-hmm. Big Rog who sent us a tweet this week. We did. And um, again, we're going to go to that fans rant. Uh, but this week, Tom's recording a nice little jingle for us. So let's play that, shall we? And uh, then we'll play the rant. Enjoy. It's time in the show. Let everybody know. It's time to make a stance. It's time for fans' rants. Definitely played better this, this last Saturday than the game against Morecambe. And hopefully, going forward now, we can build on them two wins against Barnet and last Saturday. And hopefully, this coming week up there, and we can get another three points and just push them on the table. So, looking forward to it now. Hopefully, we've got the bad bit past us now and going forward. We can definitely push on, get to the playoffs, and then see what happens from there. At the moment, Williams, I think he's been strong. He's showing, he's building on the season, and right there are a few dodgy bits at the start of the season, but from going forward now, and I think he's looking more composed on ball, and he's a lot stronger than last year, so he's turning into a real pro. I feel at the moment, really. I mean, Duff's done well when he's been captain. Um, obviously, Rams in your first choice when he's fit, um, but we just have to see. I mean. We just need the more vocal on the on the pitch, really. So I mean, whoever's really strong enough on there at the field at the moment gets my shot. Well, whoever really, so anyone Taylor feels is strong enough, it's fine with me as long as they're winning. So. If you want to contact us here on Bantam's Banter, there are many ways to do so. You can email bantamsbanter at live.co.uk. You can visit our website www.tomanddomshow.co.uk. Or you can get in touch with us via the official message board on the Bradford City FC website. Well, as if these two play for Man United, Gill has just done the most atrocious handball I've ever seen. They've practically caught it and gave it a polish. <laughs> like they do at the snooker table when they clean the white ball. And now Cheltenham have got a free kick in a dangerous position. So we'll stay on to see what happens. Number two's taking it for them. Looks like a right. He does look like a poo. Low. And number two's taking it. And and it's over. Thank God. How many players called low have they got? How low can you go? One. Two, actually. Uh, yeah, so thanks, uh, Michael Stowell. Uh, he's, he actually, he's actually my mate uh, called Stowell, who's a dedicated City fan. He's, uh, he's been going years and years with his mum. And he always, what I love about Stowell, he always goes with his mum and dad. Not just his dad, his mum and dad. It's, like, it's a proper family outing, and his mum loves it. So thanks for that, Stowell. If you want to get in touch with the fans around, tweeters, Facebookers, and if you know, just air your frustrations, or in the case of this week, air your joys. Yeah, do. And you can get in touch with us via Facebook as well. Yeah. forgot to mention that. That's not on the contact jingle. But we have set up a Facebook group now. Just search Bantam's Banter Podcast in that search box that you get on Facebook. Uh, uh, emails. Mm. Uh, we've had one from Daniel Lavadovicic. <laughs> Daniel, is it Laurie Novich? Whoa, that's probably a really good guess. Yeah. Laurie Novich. It, it just says, yep. I have everyone so far. Oh, he means that he listens to the podcast. podcast. Yeah. Uh, so he's listened to everyone so far. 
so thanks for that, mate. He's better. I think um, you're doing a good job, isn't he? And uh, he wants to, us to get an interview with the chairman, if we can, which we are doing. Mm, yeah, we're, we're in the process. Uh, also, Colm, Colm, which I think is a funny name as well, Richardson emailed in. He's put, great podcast. I love Peter Gregory. Be great. He's my all-time favourite player. I was wondering when you guys would mention him, him, as we mentioned last week, didn't we, Dom? We did. Great stuff. Keep it up. Although I do think you should swear more. On the joke. I wonder who he's referring to that. I know. Oh. Bloody bugger. <laughs> <laughs> what, are you calling yourself a bloody bugger? Yeah, <laughs> I, I am. Sorry. Still to come up, we've got James Hansen's Quick Fire Five and the uh, the interview with the legend that is Chris Kamara. Jeez, oh, I can't believe it! Unbelievable! James Hansen with the chance there. Sli- it was, you know what? That was a bit like England midweek. Peter Crouch sliding in. Oh, look it. Yeah, it's unfortunate. I think Gaza once did it against Germany. Euro '96 was so so close. Into to it. Anyway. But, I mean, we actually look like we might score more than one. Exactly, yeah. I know. So exactly. k- keep them crossed. Right, I'm going to count on you in, Dom. OK, are you ready? Three, two, three, two, one. Bradford City is our next playing shot in our game. Get down to Valley Parade for some draw. Yes, yes. Y'all. Ruby. <laughs> Ruby. <laughs> Rapping there, we were trying our hands at. <laughs> that sounded better in the stadium, I can assure you. Than, it did. Than it did there. You see, it's because we've got this new bit of recording equipment, so if you're thinking, oh, the clips sound well different. Yeah. The well, uh, they do, yeah. because we've got a new bit of kit and we're, we're just working it out. Thanks um, to Banana Moon, mm. who, who gave us that kit. Um, much appreciated, so we just try to figure that out, yeah. So if you want a personalised T-shirt and stuff, get to www.bananamoon.co.uk. Awesome. It's actually top quality stuff. It is awesome. Personalised underpants. Yeah, did they do that? Well, uh, have you have seen, seen on the Bradford well, City website? Yeah. Well, I that, want some of them. I had an idea. We should start. We should buy a load of them. The Claret and under underpants. With Bantam's banter on. With Bantam's banter on and sell them, or give them away. <laughs> sell them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely sell them. Uh, those of you that do know, we, none of, we Tom and I don't have any money. <laughs> yeah, so <laughs> so please so, give us some. So if we do it, will you buy them? Yeah, please. Will you buy yourselves or your partners? I know some women listen. Will you buy them a pair of Claret and Amber Y from? Because it goes into like the, the lucky underpant market. Like I wore my Bradford City shirt on Saturday for the first time, and I found that to be lucky because we won three one. So people will start wearing those as lucky pants. Well, I'll tell you what. It's time for the legend and not so legend yes! feature. Do we have a jingle for this? Legend, nuts, legend. Yeah, legend, nuts, legend. Yeah. All right, I'll uh, I'll try and fit that in somewhere. But we'll start with the legend, shall we? And this week's legend is the one and only. I think we've already mentioned it. Chris Kamara, for Chris very Kamara. opportunistic reasons. <laughs> now, Chris Kamara was born on Christmas Day 1957 in what? Middlesbrough. And he's retired, obviously, as an English footballer. He's, uh, and he last managed Bradford City in 1998, and it, we were the one and only club that he managed. It, which is a, an accolade for him, because he's, he's turned into a bit of a legend in real life as well. or not yeah, Like a cult hero. Yeah, like a cult hero. But he's, uh, like, as, as we've said, he's a now presenter and football analyst. On Sky. Now, he played for loads of teams. Portsmouth, Swindon, Brentford, Stoke, Leeds, uh, Luton, Sheffield United, Middlesbrough, and, of course, Bradford City. He actually banged in three goals for us. I remember him... I actually... I know I'm not that old, but I actually remember him playing for Bradford City. Um, I think I might have seen him playing one game against, like, Port Vale or Preston. Four, maybe, four years old. I don't know. Or young. I was young, anyway. Um, so yeah, he, uh, obviously he got Bradford City Football Club promoted 
1996. The that fateful th- trip to Wembley, yeah. and we'll be hearing from Chris a little bit about that in a second. Um, now, obviously, it presents Sky Sports. It presents on Sky Sports. Do you want to know something? On Wikipedia... Yeah. It doesn't actually say much about promotion with Chris Kamara, which is oh, slightly odd. Thanks. Um, it says uh, Kamara had short spells as manager of Stoke City and Bradford City, which saw him nearly relegated with the former Bradford and uh, ending his playing career. Oh, no, the, the latter. latter. Yeah, yeah, the yeah, but he nearly got Stoke. relegated with Stoke and he ended his playing career with Bradford City and he stayed the Bantams to promotion in the 95 96 season, winning 2 0 in the playoff final. That was a right very, victory. He's very highly thought of at Bradford City. Is he the only. Ma- well, in, my, in the last 50 years, he's, he's got to be the only manager that's taken us to Wembley. Now, one thing that I do want to bring up about Chris Kamara, and this is something that I remember my dad buying me in, I don't know, after the year 2000 or before. Chris Kamara street soccer for the PlayStation Oh, quality. Unbelievable, yeah. Um, That's class. Were it any good? Uh, well, apparently FIFA street soccer is based on Chris Kamara's street soccer. But I can't believe that... It, oh, it says here it was released in 2000. Initially. But it wasn't that popular in 2000, only like around Valley Parade and stuff. So uh, it's weird that, that he got his yeah. own PlayStation game. Only in the past five or maybe six years it's become really big in like the... But I might have to YouTube that just for a bit of nostalgia. And did you know that before the 2010 World Cup, he changed his name by deed poll to Chris Kabanga in response <laughs> oh, to a yeah. Facebook campaign yeah. that was supported by 20,000 people. Anyway, let's get to the bit that you all want to hear. I got a 30-second stint with Chris Kamara. Uh, that I managed to string out for about two minutes, but it was only a short spell, so I could only ask him a few questions. But, excuse is over. Here it is. It's me talking to Chrissy Kamara. So, Chris, you're a massive hero of Bradford City, a big hero of mine, big hero of Tom's, big hero of every Bradford City fan, I imagine. Just want to tell us a bit about your time at Bradford. Oh, Bradford was fantastic, you know. What a great time at that football club. You know, when I left Sheffield United in uh, the end of 93, 94 season, the thing was um, then was I still had a year's contract left if we'd stayed in the Premiership, uh, which it was at the time, it's the Premier League today. And we got relegated on the final day of the season, Mark Steengall, uh, down at Stamford Bridge. We were 16th in the table at 27 minutes past four, and by 20 to five we were down. Um, so that was me looking for a football club then. Lenny Lawrence, who'd signed me once before at Middlesbrough, was the manager of Bradford, so he took me to Bradford. Uh, and I never looked back really, it was fantastic Lenny unfortunately fell out with Mitchell Richmond as everybody else does and uh, got the sack Mr Richmond thank- thankfully gave me an opportunity I'll always to be grateful for him for that uh, and then he took that opportunity away before I'd finished the job properly uh, but thankfully my assistant Paul Jewell carried it on he didn't have to do too many changes when I left the football club and the team went on to go into the Premier League so it was um, it was a fantastic time and nobody I ever speak to forgets that day that we had at Wembley 32,000 Bradford City fans there at the time of their lives and Bradford were back to where they belonged unfortunately they have dropped down a little bit now and honestly do you think you'll ever go back into management again? No I'll never go back into management now no I've had some fantastic opportunities along the way I've had some great jobs offered to me over the last however many years the best job I had offered to me along the way was director of football at Fulham and press secretary to Harrods with um, Mr Al Fayed who was going to pay me an absolute fortune but everybody kept saying to me look you've got a wonderful job there you enjoy it why put that at risk for something that might not last as long? And so that's the way I look at it now. Not Italy! What a goal by David Sayers! 
Well, the second half's underway now, and it started. <laughs> oh, Tom's zip. You know it's getting cold when Tom does his zip up. <laughs> it, although it does look like a barrel of oil. <laughs> no, no. Basically, earlier I said to Tom, I don't want to zip my gilet up because I look like an oil drum when I zip it up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just straight up and down and full, or full well, on Well, it started very slowly, although Luke O'Brien is running into the box now. Oh, I love little bees! Oh, oh ball. He got a bit excited. Unlucky, lovely run by OB. He started how we finished the, the second. Oh, look at those trips that guy's got. Oh my god. Welcome back to Bad News Banter. Chris Kamara, were you a nice guy, Dom? Absolute legend, as you'd Brilliant. expect. Uh, so, on the flip side, as you know, on this feature we have legend and the not so legend, and this week we are profiling Bruno Rodriguez. Oh, God, I remember he was like the star player in the Premier League sticker album. He, play, play, he, he wasn't worried. Did he play about two games for his arsenal? He pl- he, brilliant, he played two games, scoring zero. He actually uh, did play two games. Yeah, he did. <laughs> Don't know, he knew that. Uh, he's 37 years, he was born in 1972, so he's 37 years old um, now. Well, no, he's 38, actually. Uh, but it's, honestly, if you go on, go on YouTube, it's got the, sm- the shortest ever description for anything ever. Bruno Rodriguez uh, is a retired French footballer who played as a striker. He spent most of his career in France, except for two short, unsuccessful loan spells at Bradford and Rayo Vallecano in 2001. Honestly, I, I struggle to remember what it looked like. All I remember it was it was incredibly, incredibly bad. In fact, I'd like to hear your stories on Bruno Rodriguez, but if the there is any. The TNA made a massive deal of it. Yeah, they did. All City fans were like, going, oh my God, I can't believe it, we're in the Premier League We've signed like a foreign player, amazing. Well, he won loan from Paris Saint Germain. Exactly. And everyone were like, this guy's got it. played for like Strasbourg, Mets, and there. But then all of a sudden, he went to Lens after that, and then he just made loads of loan spells. But the one thing that stands out, he was awful at scoring goals, and he was a striker. In his whole career, he must have had about 400 appearances, and he's got about 30 odd goals. It's absolutely abysmal. I tell you, he's not bad at scoring goals. Master Lee. Hendry has scored. It's 2-1 to the mighty Bantams. Lee Hendry, the scorer. Overhead kick. Overhead kick. Look at him, Lee Hendry. We love it. We love you. Kiss the crowd. I tell you what. We're winning. We've scored two in a game and we're winning. We came from behind. Don't go to sit. One, one name, Jason Price. What a header. He set yeah. that up. And Luke O'Brien point cross oh, yeah. as well, like he's some type of genius. Exactly. He's made an impact as Price and we're loving it. Get him. Come on, lads. City 2, Cheltenham 1. Like the team clown, who's the, who's the comedian, who's the idiot, you could say. <laughs> Without a question, Michael Flynn. <laughs> okay, <laughs> okay, really. Who's got the hardest shot on the team? Michael Flynn. Jeez, Michael Flynn quiz. This is a funny one, actually, for you. Who's the best player you've played with? Mm. It's quite difficult, really. It's got, it's got to be one at Bradford City, yeah. hasn't it? Yeah, obviously, yeah, obviously. I'd probably say. It's a difficult one. Simon <laughs> Ramsden, probably. Rambo? I think Oh, good call. Best all round player we've got. Fair enough. Um, worst taste in music? Uh, you know what? Pause it, speaks volumes. It must mean it's you. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm just trying to think who's got some bad taste. Uh, all my daily here. Right, yeah, that's, that's been put around a lot. And finally, who's the laziest player um, that you can think of? Someone who, you know, maybe cuts cars in trade. No, you don't want to sound controversial, but it would be me. A question for all you listeners. This is question Can anyone tell us why Oliver Gill's face is so red? <laughs> he's as red as a bitch. He, he's like an alcoholic. Look how red he is. He's exhausted. He looks so red. Do you know when you were a kid and you used to hold your hold your tense your face to make it go red? He looks really weak as well, like his head's gone all bobbly like one of those nodding dogs you put in the back of your car. In fact, is he alright? 
No, like, is he, is he's he so red. No, he's about to pass out. New nickname, Redo. Welcome back to Bantam's Banter number seven, the seventh in the series of millions. Oh, yes. That was James Hansen's Quick Fire Five. As uh, you might have guessed from the... Mm, bop. Bop. Um, so, yeah, moving on to competitions, right? We, we, uh, we try to roll out some sort of fan input here, and we're going to give yeah, you prizes. We've been doing Bantam's Nugget. And what don't you understand about this competition? <laughs> Look under your seat, it'll be there. Yeah, it's quite a simple The last game. two weeks we've done it, the people have either forgotten to look or just not seen it. Yeah, exactly. And But the, I, I trekked about half a mile to the top of Seberstand last week to plant it under the seat. Now, the, the seats in Seberstand, as you're well aware, are made out of toilet roll. Well, the real is flimsy. So I, I wedged it down. It was impossible to miss this week's Bandit Nugget, and it was quite a big thing. So get your seats in, and if you send us your seat details, remember to look under your seats. It's not that hard. Yeah, hey, I found this song for Luke Oliver. Oliver, Oliver, never before has a boy wanted more. Oliver, Oliver, never a boy has messed up more. (laughs) Quick. Right, we're going to have a quick look because we've been forced out of the studio right now. We're going to have a quick look at the games ahead. What have we got coming up, Tom? We've got Burton Albion away. Now, there's a bit of confusion here because me and Dom specifically remember seeing Paul Pescasolido, who's the manager of Burton Albion, at Valley Parade this season. And for No, well, actually, it could have been last season, couldn't it? Wait, last season. It might be so bad. I'm so, but no, it's not bad. We're just confused, Dom. Anyway, we've got Burton Calvin coming up away. Um, they're 15th in league. They're doing all right. Um, they've got a decent uh, uh, centre forward, uh, and they've also got a new new centre forward on loan called James do- Collins. I mean, they play quite Shot well forward. at home. You know, they've won three at home. They mm. haven't won away this season. They've they've lost one at home. And three of their games away mm. and drawn five. They're very strong at home. And also, Sean Harrod, their top scorer with six goals, is nifty and he scores a lot of goals at home. I mean, nothing we should major league worry about, but there's a few players of notice that have stood out. A Darren Moore, 36 years old, do you think he's still got his pace on? Well, apparently, I was looking on the Burton Albion message boards, they don't get on too well. With Darren Moore? They don't really like him that much, so maybe, ah, yeah, maybe he is. Or maybe he's just thinking, I should have signed for Bradford, why am I here? Yeah, it'd have, been a, it'd have been a legend again if he'd signed for Bradford. Also, Paul Burton is like their left back. He's he's pretty nifty. Look, check out that goalkeeper, Kevin Poole, forty-seven years old. <laughs> that guy's nearly that fifty. That can't be right. <laughs> well, he's obviously back up in there. I mean, he hasn't played any yeah. games, but he's still on the squad list. Uh, they've got Richard Walker as well. He's not a bad little centre forward. I think. How did played. Burton get to be here? I seem to remember him playing against Man U mm. not so long ago, and thinking, "Oh my God, how did someone like Burton Albion get non-league?" Exactly. Yeah. Uh, well, this is this is just how it is. They've also got um, Mr. Boulder plays for him. So that's the game that's coming Adam up Boulder. on Saturday, or that was on Saturday, if you're listening after the previous game. Uh, other games coming up, so we look forward to them. Yeah, well, yeah. And um, I hope you enjoy this yeah. bit. Everybody, City are winning 3 1. We've scored three goals in a game. This is it. We're on track. What a goal! E I E I E Up the football league we go. When we win promotion, this, this is what we'll sing. We are Bradford. We are Bradford of the football league. Hey. Division League One. Quality. <laughs> Absolutely. What a finish, though. I only think we in the air. In the air. In the air. To be fair, bad goalkeeping, but it was a, a really good finish. James Hansen, 
welcome back. We've missed you. Welcome back to Bantam's Banter number seven. We're now in the final minutes of the game. Oh, I like it. Good light, nice style. What a goal by Anson. Were you expecting that, that little jink on edge of box and to fire it in the bottom corner? Oh, absolutely. Absolute cracking goal. I, I was speaking to him um, when I was doing the interviews the other day and I said to him, I said, that was like a reminiscence of Bieger in the edge of the box. Except he went in the bottom corner to the top. He goes, here, I've been banging him in in training all week like that. Did so it? So bring it on, that's what he said. So bring it on Saturday. Why didn't you record that? I don't know. What am I Because I've already, I've already interviewed Hanson. Um, but yeah, it was fantastic. And how pleased are you that this is happening? That I mean, I don't want to jinx it or anything, mm. but I really think that this is the, this is the turnaround now. This yeah. is it. It is, and like it, it makes me want to do this podcast even more. And it, and I do. I mean, I, we enjoy it anyway. But when we're winning, it's just even better. Uh, so bring on Burton Albion. I'm going to go for a two nil spanking. Well, not spanking. I reckon we're going to win one nil. Okay. Good anyway, predictions. there's no bantermine this week because we didn't have anyone volunteering to take a, take on Mike Harrison. No, we didn't. So if you want so to do a quiz, email us. Also, Bandam Nuggets, send us your seat details. You know the score. You do. Don't forget, contact us by emailing bantamsbanter at live.co.uk or you can get in touch with us via Twitter and Facebook. Just do searches, you lazies. It's goodbye from me. And goodbye from me. Thanks very much for everyone involved in Bantam's Banter today. It's been right grand and thanks for downloading. Yeah. Well, the, 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 the clock's got zero on it. So we've won, but we're just waiting for the final whistle to go. And I want to get the fans cheer, so as soon as the whistle goes, Tom, don't say out. Oh. Are we recording now? Yeah, we're recording. Oh, thank you for telling me. Sorry. <laughs> um, on, but we've looked really good, and I think Peter Taylor has finally got it right. He has, hasn't he? This is a, and you know what? Guess what formation we're playing, Dom? 4-4-fucking-2. Yeah, Taylor, make a note of that. A bit of so, P- Peter, if you want, I can take some photographs... I can provide you with this this yeah. uh, exclusive commentary, uh, just so you remember what you did last game. Exactly. If you if you want, if you need some help taking notes, yeah, I'll sit in dugout, take notes. We could have filmed. We could have filmed it. The only thing I must say is the Man United pairing you've got. Don't put them in again, please. No, girls are right. Don't like brown though. Girls are right. I beg your pardon. Not your preference in colour. Once you've had brown, you always go down. You always get down. I don't know what that means. I apologise for offending him. Um, uh, did, did we get some injury time minutes or something? Did that come up? What? Uh, don't know. What I forgot to mention though, Dom, is for the first time in these two podcasts, I've worn my City shirt. Yeah, I'm going to start wearing my 1996. So, I think that's an omen, so I'm going to wear it now every single home game. Good luck, Jam. Shall I, I might grow a beard until we lose. <laughs> You're reversing it. Yeah, good idea. By the way, there is only going to be one more Bantam's banter after this one with me and Tom as a pair because I'm going for an injury. An oh, injury, yeah. an operation. Well, we might be able to figure something out. One final attack from Bradford City then. Can Come I go on. and see you in hospital with a microphone? Yeah, you could. This is a long clip. <laughs> Isn't it? Jeez. If you've stayed with this clip, well done. Mm-hmm. Give yourself a high five. I, uh, I thought the referee might have brought whistle sometime soon. Yeah, I think we should even play this clip out. It's quite interesting. I can't believe we're winning 3-1. I feel so happy. I do. So it. I'm, I'm, like, I'm going to have the best night of my life. The, the haters in this press box. Listen. Because we scream. Hey. Hey. How long has it since City have been able to do that? We're Cheer. doing the passing thing. Cheer, hey. passing. Hey. Ooh, Sayers got done. Shame on you, Sayers. Oh, brilliant. The feel-good factor is back. Didn't take long. A few games. 
Come on, ref. Just blow it whistle there. Stop messing us about. Must be a longer... <laughs> you know what? He, he think that player's always thought he's better than he is this game. He's rubbish. Number 24 yeah. for them. Don't know what he's called. He looks... He looks like someone off the telly. <laughs> just because you can't think of anybody. Yeah. <laughs> Does. This is a long clip all just so we got the record the fans. People are still leaving early. Why would you do such a thing? You want to stay for the rapturous applause at Such the a end. heinous crime. Listen for this cheer at the end. It's going to sum up this revival. The turning fortunes here. There you go. It's actually louder when we lose. <laughs> That's weird. But well done to the mighty Banthams. Yeah. Uh, the game finishes. Bradford City 3. Cheltenham won. What do you reckon the game, Tom? Absolute belter. This is a ha so happiest. Good. I've been at Valley Parade for a long, long time. 3-1 to the mighty Banton. Well played, lads. Do you like the Tom and Dom show? Do you like Bradford City Football Club? Yes? Then you should be listening to Bantam's Banter, the official podcast of Bradford City Football Club. For more information, visit www.tomanddomshow.com or find us on iTunes.